Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Stoke the Wild. We're very excited to be talking, even though you're not here with us, we're excited to be talking to the other people on the other side of this social distancing. Yes. Here we are. (laughs) Podcasting is the perfect, perfect remedy for social distancing because... We don't have to be near you, you don't have to be near us, but you can still listen to the smooth sounds of my delicious voice. And so here we are, talking about art. And delicious voices. That's right. (laughs) And we're going to talk about art and social distancing, but this podcast really is dedicated to creativity and um, just really, you know, instigating your imagination, right? Yeah. And if this is your first episode joining us, you've picked a doozy because... We, Here we are. We, you're like, I'm, I'm stuck inside. I'm on lockdown. I've got, uh, you know, six bags of tuna and <laughs> some dry goods. Because that's I've all got, that was left in the store. I've got after cans of beans. Jerks raided it. Macaroni and cheese, some ramen noodles. That's right. It's like your 21 living your senior year of college all over again. Or it's you, really you. And you're like, how am I going to graduate? Uh, that's Yeah, that's sorry, a fact. Sorry, sorry. And then you um, run out of toilet paper and you steal it from the university. Yeah, from your facilities department. That's right. Um. That's never happened. Uh, no, so, of course not. <laughs> but if this is your first episode and you're joining us right off the bat, you're like, I need something to do. And I either, you know, are no Nick and Joy or I've heard of a Nick and Joy or what's a Stoke? And you're just like, I'm going to listen to this. Then welcome to the <laughs> podcast because it's, it's, it's good. And it's we've about. got some episodes. You can go all the way back and, and over the course of the next two weeks to... Six years, however long this lasts, (laughs) you can listen to episodes every week, catch up with where we're at, but also continue on this journey with us. Yep. In which case, we won't be calling it Stoke the Wild. We'll be calling it Stoke the Apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, I need to make one thing very clear. Nick and I are not at all making light of COVID-19 or the current pandemic. No, 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 no. But... Laughter is good yes. in this time, and sometimes, uh, sometimes humor is a coping mechanism, and it's it's an okay one. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna say it's a good one. It's, <laughs> it's an okay one. It's okay. It's <laughs> just okay. Uh, it's tolerable. Yeah, I I just for me it's easier to laugh about things like inappropriate things. Obviously, like I don't want to laugh about people who are suffering or hurting or no, no. seriously ill. Um, but laughing about, like, I've seen so many people already complaining about it's, you know, day one and they already have lost it. And I'm like, (laughs) I get that to a point because I've got four kids and I've lost it a little bit too in Mm -hmm. one day. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, again, you know, it could be, could be worse for you as an individual. And, you know, if it's not, you enjoy what you can enjoy in the realm and the, uh, confines of, the limitations set before you by our governess and governess, uh, yeah, the governance. Oh, governance, governance with an N. Yes. I thought you said governess, and I was like, "That's no. a nanny." The governess. <laughs> oh, hello. I was like, "You know what a governess I, is, I've right?" I've come to nanny you during this time. That would actually be kind of awesome. Cool. Can you take care of the kids? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna lay that's here. That's what nannies do. Mm, yes. Mary Poppins. Oh my gosh. Speaking of, speaking of, if you have kids and you are near a college or university, reach out to some of those students because if they have been, um, not right now, obviously, but a lot of schools have declared that they're going to be continuing on this online learning situation for the rest of the semester. Um, And if they worked on campus, they probably lost their jobs as a result of that. And so if you have kids um, in a month or two months or whenever this all clears up, reach out to some of those college students who don't have a way to make any yeah. money anymore. See if they'll babysit for you. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's somebody you know and you trust, you can make them a meal and like yeah. help them out any way you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these things that we're going to talk about and even some of the things that are mentioned out there in the media, like you want to be smart. You want to make wise decisions for yourself and for your family. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, Joy and I have talked about on the show as people of faith, uh, uh, you know, we 
we trust that there is good and there will be good and that this too shall pass. But at the same time, you know, we've also been blessed with science and smarter minds than I can be when it comes to this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I trust that the, you know, the, the necessary procedures, I guess, for handling this should be kind of adhered to. And I'd rather be err on the side of overreacting than underreacting and have something happen. So, mm, yeah, absolutely. Our hope and our prayer for all of you and everyone out there is that you're staying safe, you're staying healthy, and you're doing what you can to help flatten the curve and, you know, um, protect those around you. Even if you don't think you're sick or dealing with anything, you know, you could be a carrier, you could pass it on without even knowing it or experiencing yeah. any illness at all. And then someone you know and care about may get sick. So just, yeah. you know, you just want to be careful and yeah. uh, try to uh, plan accordingly and where you can help out with those in need, people who have lost jobs or in service industries who cannot work right now because of all this going on. Find ways to either um, give out of your abundance if you're, you're able to because you have been afforded the jobs that can keep you home. Mm-hmm. Um, help out with food pantries, um, donating to those places or with uh, food banks for people in need. Mm-hmm. Be aware of things when you do happen to go to the grocery store, like uh, things that are WIC only um, or link card specific, where people who are in need and use food stamps and, and other forms of, of food help and assistance, they can get the things they need without it all just being taken. And it's yeah. just little things like that, like being aware of how this is not just impacting you, impacting you as an individual, but impacting the people around you and what you can do to help others, even in little ways, even without contact, even without um, knowing them. You can find ways to help the other people around you just by thinking larger than yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, you mentioned um, helping uh, people who work in the service industry. We have a link that we'll include in the show notes. Um, if you work in the service industry or someone you know works in the service industry, there are some resources for you that you can tap into. So we'll make sure that we link that in the show notes as well. Yep. And as artists and creatives, Joy and I, you know, we're not, I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys right now. We are not um, by any means on the overly abundant side of resources. No, uh, we are barely on the side of scraping by most m- most two weeks paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, um, but we have been blessed enough to be able to continue doing the things that we want to do. Joy works full time and she has the affordability to work from home during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work part time and currently have the affordability to work from home. But the other well, part of why I'm part time is because the other jobs that I do with art and freelance and design um put me in places where normally I'd be in contact with lots of people or I'd be doing on doing projects or what have you. And a lot of those people that I work with right now don't have that affordability anymore. And so other artists like myself um, who are in a position where conventions and art festivals and uh, comic cons and shows and all sorts of stuff like that have been taken down because of the proximity and the growth of having like big events are not mm. happening they're also in need of your support as well. So if there's a local mm-hmm. artist or somebody that you care about um, whose artwork you like or writing you like who, you know, is in need, consider helping them out. If they have a Patreon, donate to that. Um, you know, if they just have an online shop and you want to purchase, you finally want to purchase something from them, you know, because you yeah. can. This is the time to do that because every little bit helps to keep food on the table keep you know lights on and Mm. and bills paid uh during this time when things are things are wild you know Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i mean sorry go ahead i was just saying that you know please if you're if you're willing to support us we will gladly take it because again we are we are always in need and can use the support but we also know that there are other people in need as well so we'll have some of our favorite artists and people that we enjoy that we think you should support as well who i think would appreciate it yeah, I would say that if you are like, oh, I don't know any artists like personally and I don't know who I should support, go back and listen through uh, the other episodes. And, and basically, just about any person that we have had on this podcast is an artist who probably needs your support right now. So I'm thinking of people like 
Sarah Close, Melissa Zaldivar, Micah Bournet, Chris Campbell, um, uh, who I'm trying to think of the last person that we had on the podcast. Caleb King. Um, do we have anyone after Caleb? I, th- I don't think we had anyone after Caleb, but anyway, go back through. We've had multiple guests on the show. Um, it, seriously, seriously, consider supporting these people. Um, Caleb is a good friend of ours, um, and and I he's local to us, and I know that he has had, like, how many canceled shows as a result of this? A lot. Sorry, yeah. I had to step away for a minute because I was... I had like swallowed something weird or I don't know what it was, but I thought I was joking. Was it a burned popcorn hole? Because that happened to me earlier. I burned popcorn and then I I ate it. So I'm like through like choking back (laughs) tears going, sorry, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. I was trying to remember like old, uh, old episodes from the recesses of my mind. (laughs) 40 episodes ago. (laughs) That's a long time ago for me. 40 episodes that's almost a whole year i know we're almost there so what um but joey's right like those those people that we've had on the show artists who could desperately use your help um support whether it's purchasing their work or supporting them on a platform that they use whether it's patreon or venmo or whatever else Um, but check them out and again we'll have some of those links below so you can be aware of that Mm -hmm. as well because we care about artists supporting artists and you know the local scene where we want to see people thrive. A lot of our favorite businesses are temporarily being shut down mm. uh, and they might have some curbside pickup or takeout. If you can afford it, do it. If you can't totally understand, but then think about as soon as you are able to go back there when they reopen, you know, visiting their establishment again to yeah. make sure that they can stay up and running and alive. Mm. Um, including, our very own two mile coffee bar, which yeah. I um, work there part time, but we're taking a little hiatus and I have to take a hiatus because joy and two of our kids are immunocompromised and I have to be careful not to get anything so I don't bring it home. Mm-hmm. And so there's just, these are just ways that again, while we can laugh and enjoy our time together and look at the lighter side of life, a lot of times mm-hmm. thinking about ways to help others and also remember that this is serious and it is impacting lots of people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would, um, to piggyback off of what you said about if you can't support those people right now, consider doing it in the future. Absolutely. But also if you can't support them right now, share it in your social media because maybe somebody else can. Exactly. That's a great way to get the word out there and continue to help people, even if you can't immediately give money. Um, so yeah. So that is kind of our plug initially for like, please help people because we need to come together during this time. We need to support each other. This is not something that you, even though we are socially distancing, right? This is not something that you should do alone. It's not something that any of us should do alone. Yeah. It makes me think of the movie, the movie, the TV show (laughs) Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Shepard's key phrase through season one was live together, die alone. Well, we're all in uh, isolation or quarantining or self you know, isolating and being social distance and whatnot. So yeah. we can't live together, but we're going to thrive together. We have to support together. We have to care together. Mm-hmm. Or yes, mm-hmm. we will ultimately. Die alone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so this is bigger than just, you know, ourselves. And we have to think about that. Mm-hmm. And we cannot pass the blame, push the blame, show hate, disrespect, racism, um, or just be downright mean to people because we think that this shouldn't be, you know, the fault of ourselves. We have our own mistakes that we've made and we need to own that in mm-hmm. our government, in our, you know, different areas of life. And the fact that we, as a country, we're not ready for this because of choices that were made by administrations who really, really should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's that. That's all I'm going to say. This is just about as passionate as you've ever gotten about those things, Nick. I'm impressed. Publicly. Publicly. I, okay. Yeah, that's you true. Know Publicly. How I, feel I know how he feels. Like we have, we're, yeah, we have conversations. I'm just not a very uh, publicly vocal person when it comes to that because yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I don't like stirring the waters. It's just not my no. thing. 
But lives are on the line now. Uh-huh. This is not, and they were before, but this is a huge, huge yeah. global scale. And and I think you're right. Should absolutely call out the lack of care. Yeah. And I think that, well, you know, uh, I think I, I wrote about this, tweeted about it maybe, but a hundred years from now when the Ken Burns of the future shows an, shows a documentary <laughs> about 2020 and what took place um people are gonna people are gonna wonder how we ever let someone as foolish as this man lead this country absolutely you know that's why we got to get out there and vote if we want to see change if we disagree we want to see something new we have to make that happen the power is in our hands and in no one else's Mm -hmm. and we have to do what we can to to change that and at the same time, we also need to rise above the hate that is spewed from that political office and yeah. show that we are better than that yeah. as human beings. So Absolutely. that being said, uh, without taking up any more time, um, you can find links for that below uh, for all the things that we think you should support and be a part of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the rest of this episode and some of the things that we have been doing to remain sane while on lockdown. Quarantine day one for us is what we're recording yeah. um, to help us uh, look ahead with creativity and use some of the things we talked about last week with creative problem solving, but to look ahead with creativity during the time that you have uh, in isolation. Mm-hmm. And also some of the fun stuff that can be done as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so one of the things that we did to try and keep ourselves from going crazy and try and keep our kids from going crazy and to try and get creative and stuff like that is that we adopted a daily schedule. And I'm not going to lie. I found this on the internet. What? I, I found it on the interwebs. The interwebs. Um, someone in my office had forwarded it to us. And it is the COVID-19 daily schedule. Schedule? Schedule. I assume that you're sharing a schedule with us. <laughs> Yes. Seriously. And it is like fairly relaxed. The schedule. Yeah. It's relaxing. Schedule. It's relaxing. <laughs> Apparently you have a lisp when you read this schedule. <laughs> schedule. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, it is fairly relaxed. I mean, it's not like the typical rush that you have, especially if you have school age kids. You're probably up and out the door by 8 o'clock. Yeah. Well, before we jump into that, oh, uh, okay. when we first in our first couple of episodes, when we talk about what it looks like to um, establish a routine in creativity, one of the things that we talked about was creating a schedule. Like you work from home, and mm. bum bum bum. Now all of a sudden, if you never worked from home before, and you're forced to work from home. Yeah, you're not just working the, from home. No. <laughs> the best thing that you can do is to create a schedule. Because as soon as you remove yourself from a routine of a schedule, then that's when distractions get in the way. And trust me, I live with five distractions and they get in the way of trying to accomplish the things I need to accomplish sometimes. Yeah. And it's the same. I'm a distraction too. I know. From I was going to say, I working. also live with five distractions. Yeah. Uh, shoot, baby. Does that I don't mean know there's 10 distractions in this house? <clears throat> yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, but the truth is like when you... When you create a routine and a schedule for yourself to get the work done that you need to get done, then it'll ideally keep you on track for those things versus just saying, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. I can work from home. Uh, you know, I've never done this before. I do it every now and then. But now all of a sudden it has to become this new lifestyle mm-hmm. that you weren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. A change is going to take place. And uh, I, I, coming. I can sit through 15 episodes of The Office before I tackle this project. No, That's you cannot. Fine. That is you a know, bad idea. I can eat this garbage all day oh. and not gain a pound. No, you won't. Like there are things that you need to do to not just stay healthy because of what's going on in the outside world, but to mm-hmm. mentally stay healthy and physically stay healthy because of what you have in front of you in your own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what we found, because we have four kids at home that now are home from school. So we implemented lists for our kids, uh, a routine, a schedule for our kids that we thought would be helpful. Like Joy said that she found as a co-worker sent to her the COVID-19 COVID-19 daily, daily, daily schedule. schedule. So hit us with it. Okay. 
so uh like i said before it is kind of a a looser schedule than maybe you would have on your average day going to work taking the kids to school all that stuff um so basically before 9 a.m you should wake up (laughs) that's that's the thing wake up sometime before 9 a.m and you know you put on a little makeup you yeah (laughs) wait Say a little prayer for you. Nope, no, is song. that a different song? <laughs> yep, that's totally a different song than what I was thinking. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, but no, you're supposed to wake up, eat breakfast, make your bed, get dressed, put PJs in the laundry. Simple stuff that kids can totally handle. It's Chop Suey by System of a Down. I don't Wait, know why. Which one? I thought of that song. Wake up, grab a brush, put on a little makeup. How does cars fade away in the shake up? Nope. How do they keep the bottom table? Don't. You wanted to. <laughs> you wanted to grab a brush of You wanted to. You remember that song? No, uh, I don't. Sorry. Yes. No, I was thinking of the other one. All, you, like, all, you, uh, all every you, day uh, when I wake up. Definitely a different song than Say a Little Prayer for You. All, all of my uh, early 2000s, like, you know, I can't handle what just happened. Grunge metal nerds will know what I'm talking about. Chop oh, Suey. Nope. Where? Up the road, we'll make up. No. Uh, what's his name? Ta- Taj? Tanj? Tanj? Tershanka. <laughs> He's got a strange name. The what guy. is the lead happening? Singer. The lead singer of the band. Of who? Of the band of System Joy. of a Down? Of the band Joy. Of the band. Of the, the band. band. <laughs> I do know that. His name is, his, 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 I think it's Tershanka. Now I got to look it up. Because All right. You do that. So basically before 9 a.m., you and your kids should wake up, eat breakfast, make your bed, get dressed, put your PJs in the laundry. Very simple things to accomplish before nine o'clock. Serge Tankian? I can't. How do you pronounce that? Let me see. Serge Tankian. Can you let me look at it? He's Armenian American. Serge. Serge Tankian. Oh, that's cool. Why is that hard to say? Tankian? Tankian? I don't know if it's Tankian or Tankian. Serge Tankian. Tankian. Serge. Serge. Tankian. Yeah. Serge Tonkin. Serge Tonkin. It says how to say it right there. Yeah, but I know he doesn't say it like Armenian phonetically. Oh, he doesn't? I'm almost positive because he's got a super American accent if I've heard him talk. And not obviously recently. This is 18 years ago. Like 1994? No, not 94. Well, you said 18 years ago. 18 years ago was not 1994. I know. (laughs) Still feels like it though. Nope. It does to me. Nope, 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 nope. Does it nope, not nope, to you? Nope, 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 nope. What album was that? This is taking us down. It's 2001. 2000. It was on Toxicity. It was on Toxicity. It was the first single off Toxicity. I can't believe we're talking okay, wait, about Wait, can you right do now. it again? <laughs> nope. Not even a little bit. September 4th, 2001. <laughs> so this was uh, 19 years ago going on. This I was pretty close when I said 18. Oh my so 19 goodness. years ago. All right. Oh so continue goodness. with your list. No, 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 no. We're not going to let this go. What? What? This but this is a tangent I wasn't expecting to fall into a system of a down. <laughs> I wake up. Now we're going to find my song. I know that it says that. Put on a little makeup. Or put put on some makeup. I'll say a little prayer for you. Together. Forever. No matter how far. You want to do. That would be a terrible. Mashup. Oh. Say a little prayer for you. You want to do. <laughs> Gosh. You hear um, that? Serge, I know you're listening. Or yeah, Serge, he, I know Serge. you I know you're listening, so It's a song by Russell Malone. Do that as a as a mashup. All right. So continuing on with this daily sh- schedule. Um so All you right. get up before nine AM, but that's as get far up. as we've gotten. Eat breakfast, make your bed, get dressed, put your PJs in the laundry. I think that's the fifth time I've said it. Oh, I sound like I'm talking to my kids now. <laughs> Distractions. So from 9 to 10 a.m. This is my favorite thing, guys, of the whole schedule. This is my favorite thing. Are you going to say schedule the whole time? Yes, I am. My favorite part <sighs> is that from 9 to 10 a.m. you do a morning walk, like a family walk. If you have a dog, take the dog. Um, if it's raining, do yoga. Or if you live in the Midwest and it's still snowing somehow, do yoga. 
This morning we did yoga with our kids. Yeah. We did um, kids yoga. Kids yoga, yeah. Available yes. on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah. It was great. I tagged it in my uh, Instagram post today. Yes. It was a good time. Um, Cosmic Kids Yoga is the yeah. name of it. Yeah. The kids really liked and it. Yeah, they enjoyed it. It was really cool. It was like 15 minutes long, and she's got a bunch of episodes like of stuff. So it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. a long like a long thing. No, but it's got like fun backgrounds for kids and you know, you like they she are, like tells a story while yeah, she's doing it. So exactly. it seems interactive. Like now we're doing this. It's like, like a, it's like a back. guided meditation for kids yeah. basically so, with yoga. It's very cool. Yeah. So there's that. So you do a morning walk, which I really, really love that. Like you need to get outside. You need to see the sunshine. You need to breathe fresh air. That is important. Do those things. And you're together as a family and hopefully your phone is put away and you're paying attention to each other. That's, it matters a great deal. Um, taking walks is one of those things that people, at least a lot of people don't do as often anymore. Um, but around the world, um, it's becoming, it, it's almost like it's starting to come back a little bit. And I'm sure that it never left in certain places, at least here in America, it's less common mm -hmm. than it used to be. Um, but people are starting to notice that it, it does make a difference in their health, um, not just physical health, but their mental health as well. And so I love that that's included. So there's that from uh, 10 to 11 a.m. and or I'm sorry, 9 to 10 a.m. Then from 10 to 11 a.m., you have academic time and that academic time does not include electronics. So you could do flashcards, you could do crossword puzzles, you can do word searches, you can do Sudoku books. <laughs> I hate Sudoku. <laughs> you could do uh, like a study guide. Like if your kids had like papers sent home uh, from their teachers, they could be working on those. They could journal. Um, I think this morning would we have our kids um, write sentences, like write a story for 30 minutes mm -hmm. and then read a book for 30 minutes. So we kind of split it up that way and I'm sure it'll be different tomorrow. Yep. Um, from 11 to 12, they have creative time. That can be anything from Legos to crafting to cooking or baking, drawing, playing music, um, magna tiles, anything that is creative. Um, kinetic sand, uh, sensory boxes. You know, if you're a family who has a kid with um, any kind of sensory issues, whether it is, um, you know, whether they have ASD or, um, or just simply sensory processing disorder, um, or any other kind of thing that, you know, like ADHD, anything that makes it hard for them to focus. You can get um, different activities that are really helpful for them and it boosts that creativity and gives them something to do. So you can do Orbeez, which are like those little water bees that you put in a tub of water and they fill up and they're super fun for kids. Um, gives them something to to like squish and mess with. Kinetic sand, sensory boxes, um, all kinds of things. Anything hands-on. Um, one of the best things is making Rice Krispie treats, actually. It's super fun. So then after that, at 12 o'clock, you have lunch. Which, ironically, um, it's from 12 to 12.30. It's like the shortest uh, time allotment on the whole schedule. <gasps> yeah. I said schedule, not schedule. I know you blew it. Oh, um, gracious. Real quick, as you're reading through this, like just to, again, considering the variety of both listeners but also people in the world this is this is just something to use as a guide or to oh help yeah you. yeah this is not law no <laughs> no no means. no but also you know especially those of you who maybe listen and follow along because uh you know joy or um, are a part of maybe some of the programs that she offers by being a part of easter seals and the jumpstart program um we also recognize that if you do have kids, your kids, not all your kids may be able to participate in these types of activities. And That's you, true. you are in a difficult place that even we cannot comprehend because you rely so heavily on schools and, um, you know, those partnerships with specialists who help take care of your kid and help teach your kid mm -hmm. um, because you work full time or whatever else. And I know that right now during these next few weeks, you're going to be hurting and it's going to be hard and this is going to be difficult. And if all you can do during this time is just love on your kid and be with your kid, that is good enough. Oh yes, absolutely. There is no requirement for you then to just take care of each other. 
And I think that's just important to say, because even though we're talking about things you can do to pass the time, we also understand that that might not be possible in the same way for everyone. So you have to consider mm-hmm. the things that you can and cannot do and how it's going to be helpful for mm-hmm. you. And while we may talk in what sounds like absolutes, because we're talking from our own experience, just know that we don't mean that your experience doesn't matter. By all means, your experience does matter. And if you do have ideas or things that you can share with us that we can share with others who might be in your same position, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think that's really important to note. Thank you for saying that because um, you're right. We don't have the same experiences as everyone else. And uh, and those things matter. Um, and those people matter. And, and we want to be there to support you as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and... I mean, as I'm reading this, I'm also realizing how very little we stuck to our schedule today. Oh, we did like three of those things. Yeah. (laughs) And then it was like, okay, I need a break. You can watch a show finally today. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Um, We kind of tried to implement quiet time. Yeah. Um, And after they fought with us for a while, they finally did it. Yeah. It was weird. They were like, I don't want to. And we were like, oh my gosh, please. Like, just go be quiet for a little while. (laughs) And then they fought and fought and fought. And then they, I think one of them was like, I'm going upstairs. And I was like, good. That's the whole point. Yeah. Like, that's all we wanted. Yep. And then it was quiet. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things, though, that I really do appreciate about this is that there is like a family chore time. Um, because as we're going through all of this, like, especially again, if you have kids, you know, they are disgusting. <laughs> they are lick things and touch their faces and pick their nose and sometimes not in that order (laughs) right yeah so gross um but they're nasty and so (laughs) i love them but they do nasty things and so there is a little bit of chore time that helps you to keep your home and your space clean and safe for you and your family yeah and that may require like we this was weeks ago because we in our own kind of reorganizing of our family life we're like we need to have the kids start helping out with things because it's too much for us as two people with jobs and trying mm-hmm. to take care of other things to keep up with yeah. and so we've so slowly we're implementing chore stuff already and so when we did that we had a conversation about why and what we were trying to do and you know if it's if you don't do that with your kids now you you might want to consider it just saying, hey, everyone during this time needs to participate and help out. And this will make it easier to have more fun later. So we're going to take 30 minutes or we're going to take 45 minutes or we're going to take 15 minutes, whatever it looks like mm-hmm. for you to say, hey, we're going to clean up some things or put these toys away or make our beds or whatever. Just so that way we have more time for the fun stuff later. Yeah, I think uh, it can definitely help. Absolutely. And this is, you know, s- stuff like wipe off the table and chairs. Um, you know, like use a bleach solution, uh, wipe off all the door handles uh-huh. and the light switches and the desktops, uh, wipe down the bathrooms really quick, like the sinks and the toilets. And then you're like, you're done. And it's not even yep. that hard. And yeah, even, you know, the basic things too, like, Hey, when you play with something, put it away afterwards. And, yeah. And so all that, that mom stuff doesn't just, uh, step on a Lego and yeah. cut her foot open and yeah. bleed all over the floor. It was one not time. Speaking from personal <laughs> <One time>. experience. <laughs> So, uh, but, but those are good things. And all of our kids from nearly 10 to three years old mm-hmm. participate and help out and they help out in different ways based on their age and their skill level. Yeah. So, you know, don't expect y- your three year old to mop the floor, but no. maybe you expect your nearly 10 year old to help mop or sweep, you know, and that's yeah. fine. So, um, now your three year old might want to mop the floor. Yeah, but don't let them. Please, 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 please don't let them. You will have a pool for a kitchen. Yeah, if you have carpet, it will be wet. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, but I I also want to note, um, if it is something new that you're impl- implementing, kind of like we are, um, be ready for some kids not to appreciate it as much as others do. Um, or to appreciate it some days and not on other days. And for reasons I've yet to understand why, <laughs> like it's true. You, you were fine with this yesterday. Why are you not fine with it today? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's you'll, so funny. you'll have battles. That's parenting. That's a mm-hmm. different episode mm-hmm. in general, but like it is, but just consider that it's worth the battle. Yeah. And especially during this time where 
you're literally going to be overflowing with things to be done because you're never leaving and having a break from it all. Mm-hmm. Allow them to join in on the creativity of cleanup. And they like being a part. If you're doing it with them, alongside of them, you can turn it into a game. It can be fun. Yeah. Especially if you have really young kids, you can do like the pepper in the bowl of water experiment, um, which is super fun. And I can include some info about that in the show notes. And then you can talk about like, oh, yeah, let's get all the, you know, like um, some of my friends call them bugs because kids don't understand germs. And so they'll say things like, oh, there's tiny little bugs. We got to get all the bugs. Like, I don't know any American kid who wants bugs to live in their house. Well, maybe one or two. But for the most part, most kids don't want bugs to live in their house, no matter how old they are. Um, and in America, we're kind of scared of bugs out of something. Um, we are. Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know if everyone in America is scared of bugs. <laughs> maybe <okay>. it's me. <laughs> I was like, it's a sweeping generalization <laughs> of the whole country. Here in America, yeah, we're afraid of bugs. Look, if you've been thinking about coming after us, just... <laughs> Just drop off a bunch of spiders. Well, if it was spiders, well, if it was yeah, spiders you would be terrified. Yeah, you would lose are, it. Spiders are technically not you bugs. You would leave. They're arachnids. They're different. No, they but, are bugs. They're all bugs. They're not insects. There's a difference. Again, sweeping generalizations. The, <laughs> I the, didn't. In the bug community, they would be offended by <laughs> yes. the uh, general use of the term <laughs> arachnid and, and bug and insects. And I think that perhaps maybe your soapbox... <laughs> Albeit two inches tall. <laughs> Joy is dying over there. I have asthma, um, and when he makes me laugh, sometimes it's too much for my lungs. Yeah. So, and that's where Joy is immunocompromised. So, full circle here. She uh, she has to avoid getting sick. Wow. Can't edit that out in post. I'm sorry. It's way too loud. Love you. <laughs> But Joy being immunocompromised because of her asthma, and same with two of our other kids, it's difficult to to then say, yes, we can just treat this as something like a hoax, as some might say. <laughs> and that's not how we're going to treat it. It's 100% serious. <laughs> what are you laughing at now? <laughs> He said, first of all, I know exactly what you're talking about. And second of all, so Canadian. (laughs) Hoax. You just made me high giggle. That's my favorite. Oh, guys. My giggle that makes that goes up and out. <laughs> my absolute favorite is when he does that. That's <laughs> that's when you know it's funny. Oh, it's good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is gonna be our least streamlined episode ever. Don't care. <laughs> All right. So, um, it's like the schedule, the COVID nineteen schedule. It's flexible. It's and flexible. Loose. <laughs> Easy, easy, easy. What? I said it was a loose schedule. All right. So that's the general idea of a yeah. schedule. Do some, and, and then do some quiet time. Make everyone take a nap. Time. And uh, again, whether it's whether you have kids or you don't, creating a schedule is important, and it's uh, it's going to help keep you kind of in line with where you're going for the day. Um, and if you're new to working from home or new to having to have your kids at home for that many hours during the day, <laughs> um, hopefully some of those things can kind of help guide you and keep you kind of focused on the end. And Did you say know, on the end? On the end. <laughs> on the end oh, of all things. As they all, it'll all, it'll end eventually. Mm-hmm. This life or the next. And we'll be there covering it all. On Stoke the Wild yeah. podcast, hashtag Eternity Edition. So, <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the podcast is immortal. Um, no. Anyway, so the the next thing though, talking about is I want to say fun, but that was pretty fun, fun, f- more fun than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Uh, so 
some of, the, some of the things that so I put up on our Stoke the Wild Instagram page uh, questionnaire, and I had a couple of people respond about yeah. things they're doing to stay sane during this time, um, or what they're planning to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out again, again, because Ross participates in everything. Ross, <laughs> Ross, <laughs> yeah, I know you like I, he's across the Ross, room. I know you Ross. can hear me. Hey, Ross. I know you can hear me, Ross. I know you can hear me right now. So this one's for you. Stay safe in that shop, buddy. <laughs> that's that's all I can say. No, Ross is a woodworker, uh, as we've mentioned before on the show, and he's going to be a guest eventually whenever we can leave this house. And uh, he, Well, we don't have to leave the house. He, uh, That's true, but he says he works better in person. Anyway, oh. he... <laughs> I'm pointing it across the room like he's here still. Yeah, but, but he, he says he works better in person. So He mentioned that for him it's just and like any other day because he works for himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. any employees. He's just a, you know, he's self-employed work, doing woodwork and custom uh, custom work like that. Although I'm sure he does work with, you know, I know he works with clients and I don't know what that looks like over the next few weeks, but Ross, stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah. Know. Yeah, for sure. And uh, be well. And then the other one was from one of our guests before and good friend Sarah Close, who said that she is working on more art, more art, more art, all the art, 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 art. uh, She is a graduating senior this year from NIU. And I know that this disrupts everything for her. And we Mm. have other people, including family, who are disrupted by by all this as uh, graduating seniors. And so shout out to all you graduating seniors. We love you. We care about you. And just know that there is more to life than your senior year of college. And it feels big now. Mm. But even the things that you get done or don't get done, there's so much more. And you are more than the value of your work. You are valuable as a person. And people will see that. So stay strong. It'll be cool. And create awesome things. Just like you, Sarah Close. Create awesome things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned, you know, Sarah is, she's an artist and she is going to be, um, this is a weird time for students, um, especially graduating seniors. And it's kind of the same for my sister. I asked her what she's doing during this time. And she was like, learning how to um, have quality practice with like a ginormous practice mute on because she lives in an apartment complex. Yeah. And she can't just play her violin all the time because it's super loud. So Unless she plays the song from Titanic when the ship's going down. Just like in that <coughs> viral video I saw of two women playing violin in a grocery aisle where there's no TP while wearing so a white So yes. funny. All Although right. it does make me think of um, one of the things that is a great way to implement art and creativity into your daily schedule is something that people are doing kind of around the world and that is creating a piece of art and then putting it up in their window. Because mm-hmm. we can't like obviously we can't go out and interact with people, but people are still taking walks or still doing those things. And it's just something to kind of connect over. Like, yeah. Oh, I see that someone did this thing. Um, kids are doing it. Adults are doing it. Just, it's a really cool way to, to yeah, do that. It's like a drive by gallery. Right. You know, like do your best art and put it in your window and yeah, share with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. literally out in the world, not just on Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Little sparks of joy out there, which is cool. That is correct. Um, so, yeah, you know, but it, it's easy in times like these to also feel the roadblock and to feel the kind of parameters of creativity almost like caving in on you. And if you are an mm. introvert and if you're someone who does work from home, again, you're kind of used to some of that. But now all of a sudden the the very few moments of freedom that you used to have are taken away. And if you're someone who mm-hmm. is used to a lot of freedoms and those are taken away because of the isolation or whatever, you you might feel like there are a bunch of roadblocks or walls put up that you now feel like you can't take oh, I was I was ready for this project or I, I was I was so close on this thing and now like my process has been disrupted. Guys, that is that is where creative should feel the most comfortable is in the challenges because it allows your mind to be stretched in different ways mm. to now be able to tackle projects differently. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it was simply the same thing over and over again, we would find new ways to say no instead of yes. And I think mm. when we're in situations like this, as creative people, we can find ways to say yes to the chaos and allow that to influence and 
um, construct new creative ways to develop projects and ideas and write stories and paint pictures or build things or teach in new and unique ways. And so I want to challenge you guys to not be, you know, see this as a setback, but rather as a way to tackle a new problem. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is what you needed to finish that project or to sit down and finally write that story. So maybe this is the time that you need to tackle whatever's been on your docket that you haven't been able to, and you can utilize both. You can utilize this constructive chaos to create something new. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, Like for me personally, this kind of gives me a chance to deal with some projects that, yeah, I have put off a lot of times. And I don't really feel like dealing with them or doing them or, or I want to do them, but I'm like, I don't have time. Perfect time. I've already tackled two whole projects that I didn't ever have time for. And now I have time. And it was great. It was frustrating. Um, and I can't minimize that, but it was really wonderful to work on something that has been you know, when you, you have a project and you know you don't have time to accomplish it, mm-hmm. it kind of like just bugs you. Mm-hmm. It just is there all the time, following you around, irritating you. That's how it feels, right? Um, but then when you finally get the time and you work hard and you accomplish it, you're like, yeah, I did that thing and now it's done. Yeah, um, It's great. It's a great feeling. and And so, yeah, I agree. Like, If it feels pushed, if it feels like, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It might look differently than you thought it was going to look, but yes, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things I wanted to get your your thoughts on, and it's going to change a little bit of what this next segment is. Typically, we do a what we're going to do today, but knowing that we're all kind of stuck inside, I think we know what's happening. Um, So... (laughs) Like, here, here's what I want to do. Well, you know what? I'll talk about it after the song. What are we going to do today? Hey, hey, what are we going to do today? Hey, hey, what are we going to do today? I can't wait. Tell me what we're doing today. All right. So what I want to talk about, though, is less about what we're going to do today. And, Joy, for fun, what are some things you're hoping you can do during this time that are just just fun ridiculous things like you know what i've always i've always wanted to um you know watch this tv show and i don't ever have time because i only watch like a little bit of a show before i go to bed so i haven't Mm. started something new or whatever it is you know like what are the things more for fun to keep you sane that you're hoping that you can Mm. do during this time well i'd really like to watch the show um fargo fargo yeah because andrew bird is in it Oh, is he in the new season, season three, or was he in the last season? I thought he was in season two, but I could be wrong, but I, I really want to see it. I've not seen it yet, but um, yeah, I heard it's really good. I hope I it's not it really too good. scary for me, not going to lie. Somehow it just seems like maybe it's going to be scary. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be scary. I don't know. I've, I've seen the movie, the original movie from the 90s, uh, the Coen brothers wrote it, mm. that the mm-hmm. series is based off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've not seen the series because it's more of an anthology series, which kind of deals with the same town, Fargo, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then like different stories. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to check it out. I, I have no idea. I know you and McGregor is in a couple of uh, is in one of the seasons. He oh, played, really? I think he plays twins. And so he's playing two different parts. Weird. Um, but yeah, I'm seeing that's that'd cool. be fun. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, another show that I really intend to watch more is Brooklyn nine, nine. Love that show. Yeah, great Always show. makes me laugh. Great show. Um, speaking of laughing, this might be ridiculous, but one of my goals for the next few weeks or several weeks, however long this lasts is to tell as many jokes as often as I can. I don't care how horrible they are. I just want to tell as many jokes as often as I can because I want to laugh. I want to make the kids laugh. I want to make you laugh. Um, And even if they're lame, like puns or dad jokes or whatever, I'd like, I want to do that because 
laughing is good. Yeah. And you can take a situation where people are irritated at each other and stressed out and you can diffuse it with laughter sometimes. And I mean, why not? So I want to do that. I want to bake bread. Yeah, pretzels. Heck, man, when's the last time I got to bake bread or bagels or pretzels? Bagels. Bagels. Pretzels. Oh, you know. What? I wonder if I have the stuff to make bagels. You have bread dough in the fridge. I saw it. I do, but I don't always need that. I can just use all-purpose flour as well. Um, But yeah, I want to bake. Um, I want to do some pastel work. I want to do some painting. I want to, um, one of the things that I want to do is spend more time outside, kind of like we were talking about before with the morning walk, um, even if it's just in my own backyard. Yeah. Um, I am not certain if this will happen or not because I don't know if it's too early in the year, but I really wanted to start working on a garden but I don't know. It might be a little too early. Maybe uh, potatoes. Because I think potatoes, you start pretty early when it's cold out still. I have no idea. So I want to do stuff like that. And um, I want to carve. I want to... Yeah, we got our carving stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. Right? I want to do some carving. Um, just so many things. Cool. I Mine might be a little more superficial. I don't mm. know. Although you mentioned watching TV, so I guess this isn't too bad. Oh, I'm totally all about uh, watching so Netflix and whatever. When I was in high school and college, I used to play a ton of video games, like with my friends, uh, by myself, whatever. Like I loved playing video games. I just thought the immersive storytelling was was just so so much fun. And I have classic games that I still love and remember. And uh, those were great. Some of those now I get to share with my own kids, like some Zelda games. Uh, and a couple years ago, I got a Nintendo Switch. And so playing Breath of the Wild with them has been a lot of fun. And uh, Mario, things like that. But right before all this happened, I started playing through. I've had this game for a couple of years, but just have never played it. Is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. which coincidentally is a post-apocalyptic game where most of the human race is wiped out by machines. Um, mm. Yeah. But it's really good. And I just I just want to finish that storyline. I don't necessarily care about all the extra little missions that are in the game. Um, like, I've done a few of them, but I, I just I really want to finish that storyline and complete it. And then I've got um, another two more games that I've... Again, slowly accumulated because I don't buy games very often, but I also don't have time to play them all always. So if I buy a game, I usually buy it with the intent to play that one until it's finished. But I just haven't had the time. So I've got a couple from over the years that I either started or never started and just are sitting on a shelf and I want to try and play them. So the second one is God of War, the PlayStation 4 God of War game. Um, and that storyline because I played the original ones on the PS2 and then the PS3 um, many years ago. And so to play that storyline and then, uh, Jedi fallen order, star Wars, Jedi fallen order. I got for Christmas and I started that one, <laughs> but have not finished it. Oh, no. And I just want to play through these stories, but they're, you know, they're like 20 to 50, sometimes even a hundred hours of story gameplay. And so it takes a long time to get through. Yeah. And some of those games I can't necessarily play in front of the kids. So mm. then it's, you know, finding the time to play it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, it's not like, I'm not saying I want to play more video games per se, but I want, I want to be able to make my way through those stories. And I think during some of my free time during this point, I'll have the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Along with that though, um, working on illustrations, uh, working on writing, uh, with my part-time job, some of the stuff I get to do involves a little bit of that. So I'm doing, you know, those projects for them uh, as well. And, yeah, just I think creatively speaking, I want to use this time to take in more content. Like, because my schedule beyond this allows for the flexibility to create things. 
but it doesn't, I don't always feel like I have the flexibility to take in content. Like I'm always, mm. I always feel like I got to be producing, even if I don't post it, even if I don't share it, that I got to be producing content and things for myself or for clients or whatever else. And so utilizing some of this time where I'm at home to read more, play these games and stories. Cause again, for me, that is content and like inspiring and visually it makes me think of ideas and creativity. Right. Um, same with like watching movies or TV shows that have been on like my to watch list for years. Mm. For me, it's part of my creative inspiration because of the type of storytelling that I, I do visually, narratively, et cetera, because then there are things that I'm taking in to then masticate as in chew, chew. up <laughs> yeah. mm. as, in, as in chew up and think about like these different thoughts and ideas and worlds and whatnot yeah. and then regurgitate those new ideas out there mm. and uh so like chewing of the cud yeah that's what it is basically i'm gonna plow with my own heifer <laughs> Nick is turning into many different animals right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of my point with that. You know, it's it's less about here are the new creative projects I'm hoping to do. Like, the ones I have are still there, but these are the things I want to be able to, I guess, be educated on and to learn from and to experience so I can have more in the mental toolbox of creativity. Yeah. Uh, today we created an Amazon wish list of books we want to get <laughs> over the next however many weeks, mm -hmm. both for our kids, but also some for myself. Where I'm like, oh, cool! I just want to get this book and and read. Yeah, I ordered um, some of those Merlin books I've talked about before that I remember reading as a kid because I want to reread them, mm -hmm. but also maybe read them aloud to the kids. Yeah, so they can hear them, experience them because those were some of my favorite books, mm -hmm. and I just think it'll be fun, you know, to experience new worlds together yeah i i want to do some more reading too um there are a lot of things that i've been wanting to read and i like you said i just don't have time um and so i'm hoping that the next couple of weeks afford me that time now i i will say i'm still working i'm still working full time so um yeah. i have to try and parse that out as best as i can but um i don't have nearly as much lost time uh, as I think I normally do, um, travel right. takes up a big chunk of my day. It usually takes me anywhere from like 15 to 30 <coughs> minutes to get to a client's house. And it takes me about 20 to 25 minutes to get to my office. So, you know, adding that all together, I usually spend probably mm, about three to four hours driving every day. Um, and so I'm not having that eating up my time right now. And it's amazing how much I can get done when I don't have to drive anywhere. Right. I mean, I'm still interrupted by children. Um, but it's pretty incredible how, how quickly I can get stuff done. Um, so yeah, but I, I am excited to do some more reading too. Yeah. Well, Guys, as always, during our What We Gonna Do segment, it's an opportunity for you guys to share with us some of the things that you're working on or stories you have, creative projects that you want to share. You can email us, stokethewild at gmail.com, hashtag stokethewildpodcast on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and you can also DM us at stokethewild and let us know what's going on because um, we want to hear from you, and we want to hear how you're doing during this time. If you need something and we can help in some way, let us know. Or if you just want to share a laugh with us, we definitely will enjoy that as well. Mm. And um, again, we'll have those things that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, some of those organizations that we think are doing some good stuff as well as artists, um, some of these activity things that we've talked about as well to keep you guys entertained. And, you know, just remember you can't do this alone. You need people. You need community and but you need to do it right you need to do it with safety and through social distancing so now we've created these online communities whether it be via podcasting like this or through you know your text group chats with friends or whatever else like mm -hmm. creating a digital community of people in a world that we live in is, is pretty cool because we can stay connected while also staying apart in a healthy way yeah. and doing what's right for the people we care about 
So check those things out in the notes below. And uh, you can follow me on social media at Nick Dirtinger Art. You can find me at JM Dirtinger. And be on the lookout for some of the new stuff we've got going on. Uh, like Joy said earlier, we're close to one year. And our celebration may look a little bit different depending on how things are going. But yeah. we're still hoping to have some new merch and things like that as well. So we can't wait to share that with you guys as we get closer. And we hope you have an awesome, awesome week. Do the best, stay healthy, and take care of yourselves out there and each other. We'll catch you next time. Bye.